0: Welcome to the Andrea Kay Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she
1: is, Andrea Kay. You
0: know I'm a bad
1: girl.
0: Do what I want. Say
1: what I like. Nobody can touch me. Trust me, I'm a girl john durham we got that to talk about with larry clayman he's going to be here to break down what's happening there and give us his assessment we've got those topics and more to share with y'all but i want to hear from you 888-344-1170 as continued uh, images and names of the victims in Uvalde are published with their pictures and your hearts are aching like mine. Does it change your position on gun control, if any, and in what way? 888-344-1170. That's my question for you guys, kind of similar to last night, because that's really what the push is about. So much so that Meghan Markle, the great Meghan Markle, is on her way down to meet up, I guess, with Joe Biden and... and um The great author, the best-selling author of uh, 34 copies of her latest book, Joe Biden, to go into Uvalde. Meghan Markle's on her way down there. Haven't these people suffered enough? 888-344-1170. Before we go any further, I got to bring in my brother. It's DJ Potato Skins.
0: Lots to digest tonight.
1: Yeah. Well, actually, I wish there was more to digest because I'm still trying to figure out as, as the left does what they always do when bodies are still bleeding out, haven't been taken, uh, outside of the crime scene. Families still haven't been notified immediately. It's a rush to blame Republicans, to blame the United States of America, to blame white supremacy if they can. In this case, because the shooter was not considered white, even though I, I think we're all part of the same color wheel. Um, you know, then they got to make it be all about gun control. We don't even to this to this minute really know what really happened down there. And the left doesn't really care about the truth. All they care about is power and they're willing to exploit dead babies and dead children in order to get it. Here are some of the questions that are coming out. And I know you've been busy, Skins, um, and probably aren't aware of some of the questions that have come about. And we tried to there was a press conference today in which the locals in the community came at the the head of the the public safety down there in Texas and I was going to play the audio for you guys but you really can't hear because the, a lot of the people peppering the questions to him were not on a microphone and it's really impossible to hear um but he is saying that, that the people in the audience or or in the crowd are saying to asking him if it's true and questioning that that the family members were outside Asking for the police to give them their body armor so that they could go into the school where their children were to try to save their children. Not only were the police not going in, they were stopping families that were outside. Outside of the school where their children were being held reportedly by this demonic, evil person. And they're being told they can't go in to save their own child. Can't go in. Stopping them from going in. And it begs the question, and and, and many of the family members, you know, of course, the the police chief and, and others today, police chief or whoever, are now saying, well, the shooting happened pretty quickly. So, in other words, by the time the parents were trying to get in there, their kids were already dead, as though that is somehow supposed to make people feel better? What? So they didn't do anything to rush in and try to stop this shooter. What would they have done if the parents had rushed past them? Would they have shot the parents trying to go in to save their kids? Is that what they have, would have used their weaponry and their bullets for? Because they weren't used apparently to go in and save these children. Another inconsistency that came out is we had heard initial reports was that he had been engaged by the school resource officer but no shots were fired. Um now we're we're hearing that that wasn't true. Now we're hearing that he drove erratically, fired some uh, pulls up Crashes his car, in other words, making all kinds of commotion. Nobody bothers to go up and engage him. At that point, he reportedly is actually starting to shoot over in the area of, I guess there was a nursery or something related to plants or, or, or whatever. Still, nobody, nobody out of anywhere, you know, comes and tries to stop this dude with a gun who's starting to, you know, shoot bullets everywhere. And he's, and he manages to go into, and, and after that, he goes into the school through an unopened door. An unlocked door. Then he it around, cruises around through the school like, did they not hear? I mean, is this place completely soundproof? Who, where was the resource officer? How did these people not hear these, these shots being fired? Right? How did they not have? This is an area to where the school had been shut down or the school district had been shut down 45 times in the past year. Because in the area that it's in, it is so close to where human smuggling and trafficking is taking place. And yet, they got doors unlocked? not just the perimeter outside door of the school but the classrooms themselves so then reportedly he's in there for an hour the the police officials are trying to say that the shooting happened pretty quickly however the the also reports are that the that police and authorities or Texas Rangers or whoever, whoever the law enforcement people are down there with the guns supposedly showed up within 4 minutes do we have a situation like down in parkland to where that dude was able to run around and shoot up a bunch of people because cowards stood outside. If you're not going to rush in a school and do what you can, and I don't care if you think that everybody's already dead, you need to, you need to resign from your post immediately. This is just another example that I'm tired of hearing about you uh, know Texas, Texas being red, Texas being tough, Texas being this. This is an abomination. We need to get to the truth of it. And instead, all we're getting is Democrats and the Meghan Markle's of the world all and Hollywood and all pushing to take guns away from law abiding citizens to the to the degree to where they're actually pushing out lies and nonsense that there's never been a case of a good guy with a gun stopping a bad guy with a gun. Um, Skins, let's play clip three. And Greg, what do you make of those calls to armed teachers?
2: <laughs> you know, we've seen very clearly that. You know, there's no such thing as a good guy with a gun taking out a bad guy with a gun. We saw that in Buffalo. You know, someone who was a lifetime gun owner, a retired police officer and security guard who who sacrificed his life trying to stop that gunman. But when you're someone going up against an assault rifle and a world of hate, uh, unfortunately, people are getting outgunned every day. I'm a survivor of gun violence. When I was shot, having a firearm wouldn't have saved me. I didn't have time. You know, and that's the thing that people who have not been in these situations don't realize how quick these instances happen and how real it is um, to lose your life to gun violence, especially when you're being outarmed and outgunned because of this very reckless um, access uh, that we have in a country where an 18 year old can buy a weapon of mass destruction.
1: That's absolute insanity. If we had people with concealed carry weapons had been trained to use and defend themselves in Buffalo, in Aurora, in the Aurora uh, movie studio, on a subway. Um, yeah, we might have more people alive. And in, in, would it help in every instance? Could somebody come up and shoot you in the back of the head and you don't see them coming? And so you're not able to whip your gun out? Of course. Of course, that's the situation. But to continue to put out lies as those school teachers armed or resource of- officers standing around at schools outside protecting uh, children from letting a bad guy get in, in the first place. If there had been, let's say um, a retired um, military person, because after Parkland, we had a lot of military guys that were like, look, I'm retired. I I have a concealed carry permit. I'm going to go and stand outside of a school and protect children. And the left fought against it. There's all kinds of scenarios in which individuals themselves, like me, I ran a guy off from my home who was trying to break in on me one night simply because he happened to see my firearm and he ran off. There's all different scenarios in which somebody having a gun does stop a bad guy with a gun. And to push that lie out is, is to continue to leave children in a position where they're going to be slaughtered in a school. And the good guys with guns that are, that are whose job it is to protect these kids... The local law enforcement didn't do their jobs. I'm going to go to the the phones quickly. We've got somebody who wants to uh, be anonymous and um, we don't typically go along with that, but we're going to allow it in this case because it involves us something going on with kids and in schools and he's got something he wants to say. Caller, go ahead. Okay. I'm on. Yes. Hey, uh, First of all, let me give you a quick background. So I I
3: do know what I'm talking about. I got uh, over 37 years of law enforcement, 30 with local and, uh, 17 with feds and i won't give you the the feds but uh about 12 years ago all agencies throughout the united states have been trained in active shooter they're trained to go inside no matter what it's almost like you're the sacrificial lamb so i don't know what those cops are doing that probably falls on the sheriff or the chief and his guys that's one thing Mm -hmm. second of all there should be triggers in uh, social media accounts like you know facebook uh uh, Twitter and all those get g- g- gadgets, but the problem is that they they don't talk friendly with law enforcement when you're getting affidavits to to get into these accounts. So those triggers aren't going to be in place. But but they're 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 protecting also the uh, the privacy of the users, and that's it's about that's about politics. So that's not going. Well, excuse me for interrupting.
1: One of the things. One of the things that that um, I want to address the social media thing. And by the way, I posted a video to my social of live from the family members begging to go in, as the cops created a perimeter, wasted their time and everybody's time creating a perimeter to keep family members out instead of going in Mm. and taking care of these children. I've got the video. Um, When it comes to social media, um, you know what I don't understand is why. that wasn't flagged and taken down if it's considered he says i'm going to go and shoot up a school yeah the authorities should have be been contacted at that point and then his social media account should be t- should be taken down to prevent him from being able to stream that live if that was what his intention was um they and they have social media has all the triggers in the world to take somebody down and get rid of an account if they're posting something anti-shot anti-vaccine but not anything right so yeah social media yeah is not our friend and one of the reasons why i think it 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 it, they wouldn't have done it with this guy in the first place is because he is he is hispanic he's a person of color and they're not going to do anything in, in that instance just like the fbi removed um any any checking of social media accounts for anybody who might be considered an islamic terrorist one of the reasons why miss fiance visa was able to come into the country and shoot up a christmas party is because they refused to look at her social media accounts had they done so they would have seen she was trained at an islamic madrasa around the world um we have too many unanswered
3: right there are the capabilities but they're just not they're not using them
1: Right, which and so all that, and that's why I'm really angry today because I'm angry at those that are pushing, pushing for pretending that they care about kids, when there's all kinds of systems that could have and should have been put in place to protect kids, and it's not the NRA's fault or Smith and Wessons or anybody else's fault. These children are dead. Right now, we don't know how much of the blame lies in the police. Or certainly um, how you've got a school and a school in a school district that had to be shut down 45 times because of the human smugglers in the area had un- uh, unlocked doors and allowed him well, to get inside.
3: asking for those for those. The parents were asking for I'm not saying this school, but most parents were asking for the, the school resource officers to be pulled out of the school because it was like a prison. And this is this is what you get. Right. Right, you know, you get the you get the you get the sheep, and no uh, nobody's watching the sheep.
1: That's absolutely, and there's not enough people with with your experience and your perspective speaking out. And um, thank you for calling in. I appreciate yeah. it. Okay. All right. That, take that, good that care. Go. All right. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to continue the discussion. If there's anything you want to weigh in, 888-344-1170. There was a school in San Diego district that was locked down because of an anonymous threat. I believe it's been reopened. Um, uh, there's no reason for why the school's perimeters are not completely secure. More Andrea K. Show on its way. 888-344-1170. And Larry Klayman will be here about the trial that nobody seems to care about, including John Durham.
0: News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego
1: welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show 888-344-1170 too many unanswered questions or do we or 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 are the parents reporting the truth about what happened down in Uvalde and um, the left doesn't want to The left doesn't want to uh, acknowledge what's happening down there because they're all about pushing for gun control. Here's some more details. Ramos fired several shots at the school while he was in the parking lot walking towards the school. He engaged in gunfire towards witnesses at a funeral home. And yet he still nobody nobody ran and locked the doors to keep him out. More details. Local police officers were in the school four minutes later where they took rounds of gunfire and took cover. This is this is like smacks of Parkland all over again. Uh, one of the parents said, uh, "Javier Casares went to the school after learning the shooting uh, the, of the shooting. Since his daughter attended school there, he said the police officers were staying outside. His daughter Jacqueline Casares died in the shooting. He said, suggested at one point that a group of people quote rush in because the cops aren't doing anything like they're supposed to. More could have been done. They were unprepared." The Associated Press is reporting that all of that is true. The officials on the ground are trying to deny that this is true, but even the associated press is, is reporting that this is true. And it's because it's, and, and locals are beginning to ask whether or not they left those children for slaughter for all the wrong reasons, including politics. And I'm just telling you that this is what locals down there are beginning to question. And when you look at the Democrats response and the way they're completely seizing on this for gun control, um, isn't this just, you know, and I think skins and I were actually touching on this last night that we're we're not saying that they planned this or allowed this to happen for the the politics of it. But in primary season, going and in, heading into the midterms, how can they exploit this for power? And it's all and, and it's all about gun control right now. And how does the push for gun control, what does that have to do with the Supreme Court? Well, we're going to talk about that in just a second with my guest, Larry Klayman, founder of Freedom Watch and author of the book, it takes a revolution and it takes a counter revolution. He's here to discuss this as well as the uh, Durham uh, investigation and prosecution that no one seems to care about, including Durham. All right. So Larry Clayman thank you for being here tonight, my friend.
4: Yes. Soul sister. Yes. Uh, there are a lot of unanswered questions here. And of course, The left would also like to disparage the police because they don't think the police are very important. So to make them look incompetent is their natural reaction. But, you know, we formed an organization with Sheriff Joe Arpaio called America's Sheriff. So it's not only intended to protect the police, but it's intended to make the police do their job. So we'll be looking at this very carefully. There are a lot of unanswered questions. And obviously, when 19 little babies get killed, There's some serious questions to answer here. And it would appear from what I've seen so far that there was a degree of cowardice Yes. On the part of the police. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And then if they're going to be cowardly and not go in, why didn't they hand over their their protective gear and allow the parents to go in to protect their children? It's absolutely outrageous. And then instead of the Democrats wanting those answers, no, they're mm-hmm. pushing for gun control to the degree to where I want to play a clip from you from Democrat Senator Markey. And it might, it, you know, because everybody's talking about gun control. Oh, it gets even worse than just gun control on how they plan to exploit this. We're going to play this clip for Larry Klayman and get his response Clip two, please.
0: We have to expand the Supreme Court to get back the two stolen seats that the Republicans and Donald Trump took from the American people so that we can ensure that when we put gun safety laws on the books, they are not overridden by the Supreme Court of the United States. This is the time. This is the place. These are the people who are about to change our country once and for all in our relationship with the gun lobby in our country. Thank you all for everything that you are about to do.
1: Expanding the Supreme Court, Larry Clayman, anything that they can do, any, any, they don't care how many... Babies are bleeding out, or still, you know, in the deaths of these little children. Man, if they, if they could expand the Supreme Court to solidify every bit of their Marxist agenda, and particularly getting our guns away from us, man, that's, that's gold. That's the gold Absolutely. at the end of the rainbow hmm. for them.
4: Absolutely. That's the next step. You know, we've talked about using the FBI as a Gestapo to quell dissent. This is a way, take the guns away from us, and we will not be able to challenge the left the government power, the abuse. We will not be able to defend ourselves. That's exactly the reason for the Second Amendment. The reason was to use the guns against the government, not against ourselves, when the government becomes tyrannical and oppresses us. And we do it in self-defense, not offensively. So no, this can't stand. And then you see this clown, Beto O'Rourke. It looks like a Ah. retard, frankly.
1: You know, I mean,
4: I don't even understand how the guy could get any votes. I mean, he can't control his hands. He looks like he's got something, you know, wrong with him. And he shows up you know, grandstanding in front of the governor of Texas when these kids are dying. And he, he danced on their graves. Absolutely disgraceful.
1: Uh, yeah, and yeah. it was the and it was the mayor for, or, or former mayor of Uvalde who called him a sick SOB for showing up and doing that kind of grandstanding. He did the same thing to reporters to said the same thing to reporters today who called mm-hmm. him out and said, oh, how could you debate or work? And he's like, well, you're all just as sick as he is, you know, politicizing what's going on here. We got Meghan Markle going to go down there, Larry Clayman. I mean, it doesn't get any sick than the way the Democrats are exploiting these dead babies for power and and trying to amass as much as they can into the Supreme Court. And this is exactly what they were looking for when they got that Ketanji Brown-Jackson, that KBJ. She refused to answer any questions about packing the court. They have been looking and looking and looking to get that court packed. And I don't know that they can... Um, between now and the midterms, but they will do anything they can to steal the election from us in the midterms. And man, if they do and get away with it, they're going to make this happen, won't they?
4: Well, they will. And, you know, not the Supreme Court is the be all and end all, as you know, Andrea. Right. Uh, Let me shift subjects right and give this some thought. We don't have to talk about it now. But it's now been about three and a half weeks since the release of Justice Alito's draft opinion on Roe v. Wade. Yes. Now, you would think, that in three and a half weeks they would be able to identify who was responsible for the leak. Mm-hmm. So what's the obvious conclusion? One of the justices did it. And I think Yes. Justice Roberts did it. I think he did it. I did He too. wanted to create a groundswell of dissent and violence and everything else that so he could then go to his Supreme Court colleagues, so-called conservatives because he's not and water the whole thing down. I think he's behind it. I think he's number one suspect. I agree. And of course, it may be a leftist justice, but I think it was Roberts.
1: I agree. I think it was too, because I think that, you know, uh, um, he's, um, I don't think he cared that the leak meant, oh, he's not in control of his court. Uh, No, he's not in control of the conservatives, and he's trying to gain control over it by, through this move, and um, in order to, you know, because he knows he's got a couple of squishies in ACB and in Kavanaugh, and you know he's going to go to them and try to and, and try to get them to um, put some limits on Roe um, um, without um, uh, fully repealing, overturning it. without overturning yeah. it. And that's the play. And I think and I predict it works because otherwise, if they were really going to dig their heels in, they would have already come out with this annou- with uh, with their opinion and they would have held to the draft.
4: You're right, and and also. It's- We know we now know the Republicans, which basically stand for nothing, that Mitch McConnell now is offering to cooperate with the Democrats on gun control. Mm -hmm. So they're throwing it in on that side. So don't be surprised if the Supreme Court, even with some so-called conservatives, starts to put severe limits on our Second Amendment rights. And when do we need them more than now? We need them more than when we have a brain dead criminal president who's destroyed the country in a year and a half. Wait till he gives his speech. Down there in, in Texas, where do you hear that? I mean, this is going to be beyond beyond any imagination, guaranteed.
1: Yeah, yeah probably standing next to uh, Meghan Markle has no no business um, saying anything to anybody about anybody, any time, any place, anywhere. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk to Larry Claman about the trial. Everybody's talking about Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial. Nobody's really talking about this Durham prosecution of Michael Sussman. Nobody even really cares about that, including Durham. And should they? Why would anybody? Is this really going to amount to anything meaningful to those of us who care about corruption? Well, Larry Claman will answer that question. When we come back. This is the Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego.
0: Andrea K, the Donut Queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer, San Diego.
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. Continue our discussion with Larry Clayman. I gotta say though, I'm still uh, so I am somebody that backs the blue, supports law enforcement. But when I read Texas school go- girl shot when a gunman heard her yelling for help after the police told her to, this gunman shot up outside that school for 12 minutes. The left wants to blame guns. They want to blame NRA and everybody else. But if there's anybody to to blame for what happened to these these children being slaughtered. it's Right now, it's right on the hands of the local authorities. But that's not going to stop the left because they don't care about babies. They don't care about it, it. And even if they did, they wouldn't be trying to, you know, they wouldn't have tried to expand Roe v. Wade to allow, you know, mothers to decide to kill their kid an inch away from, you know, coming out of the birth canal. So it's just continuing. Uh, I have continuing to dis- disgust. For the Democrat Party and their exploitation of children, um, my other area of disgust is really just due to uh, their corruption and their attempt to to weaponize this country, uh, to persecute and prosecute citizens for uh, their speech, for their political opinions, and the way in which the Democrat Party has expanded the deep state to control. The outcome of our elections, no greater case of the deep state and corruption and grift and graft, everything wrong of the United States government and our elected uh, and our elected officials and our FBI and our DOJ than what happened with Hillary Clinton and the Russian collusion hoax and the attempt to overturn, to control the outcome of the 2016 election and then launch coup attempt after coup attempt after coup attempt during the Trump administration. But Bill, Durham put, put, uh, but Bill Barr put Durham in charge of an investigation, and here to discuss what's gone on with the trial of of uh, the guy that uh, Durham um, indicted is Larry Clayman of Freedom Watch, an author of the book and, and other books, It Takes a Revolution, It Takes a Counter-Revolution. All right, Larry Klayman, the prosecution is rested. Tell us everything we need to know about this trial.
4: Well, I think they're going to be resting in peace for a very long time. First of all, too little, too late. It's become a dog and pony show. And you're right, Andrea, as you intimated, they didn't go against the person who's involved, which is Hillary Clinton. Again, as happens over and over and over again, as I've seen in my experience at Judicial Watch and at Freedom Watch and as a federal prosecutor, they go after the low-hanging fruit, someone who, frankly, no one cares about, Michael Sussman. And he's being tried in Washington, D.C., before a hack, dishonest judge appointed by Obama by the name of Judge Cooper. I've been in front of him. He's dishonest. And number two, you've got an overly uh, Democrat pro Hillary Clinton jury. You can forget it. It's a waste of government money. I'll predict it now. The guy's going to walk and the culpable party is not even being held accountable, which is Hillary Clinton as usual. It reminds me of what happened years ago when I was running Judicial Watch, when an individual named Peter Paul came to see me. He had put on the Hollywood tribute to Bill Clinton. You know, upon him leaving, it was really a fundraiser for Hillary Clinton. Raised her about two million dollars in hard money, which was totally illegal, criminal. Peter had canceled checks. He had thank you notes from Hillary Clinton. Thank you for helping me get elected to the Senate. The whole nine yards. She was dead to rights. Who did they indict? Her campaign manager. Mm -hmm. And then the campaign manager is tried in Los Angeles, and the jury scratching their heads, saying, "Why are we going to indict this guy and convict him when the person who's responsible, Hillary Clinton, is not even here?" So he got acquitted. You know, so this is the way it works. You burn the lower level and the Democrats and Republicans work together. It's like a human sacrifice and everybody moves on and the corruption continues. And in fact, it gets worse.
1: Well, yeah. And we're supposed to be assuaged by reports today and conservatives just go along with it. Oh, you know, this guy, he said that he wasn't wasn't representing her. And now he got busted by the fact that he built the Clinton campaign and built Hillary Clinton on the on the day that he met with the FBI. Like, I'm supposed to care about that. I don't care about that. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised Larry Clayman. If Sussman wasn't in on this and wasn't offered an island somewhere after the fact, he's probably going to keep his law license. There's probably a deal being cooked up with the judge to give him probation, right? And then he's going to go by the way of Kleinsmith, who's still got to keep Kleinsmith, who, who falsified documents and lied to a FISA court to illegally spy on Carter Page still has his law license. So I'm not even seeing that the low hanging fruit is even bearing oh, any. Yeah. Well,
4: the DC bar is, is, is more corrupt. And even the Department of Justice, a while back, I forget the name of the guy. He had to plead guilty. The only other person that Durham has held committed a crime, got him to plead to a felony of lying also. And what does the bar do? They don't even bring a case against him. And they let him off scot-free, and he's practicing law. But if it's Larry Klayman, or if it's Sidney Powell, or if it's Rudy Giuliani, or Ted Cruz, or Josh Hawley, or Mm -hmm. Bill Barr... Then they go for the jugular. And that's the way they are. They're corrupt to the core there. Well, you know? and it makes you and wonder. I can defend myself. You know, I can defend myself against them. I've got right. suits against them. I filed bar complaints against them. But the, the point is, is that it's a dog and pony show, and the American people's money is wasted with this clown, Durham, who, who spent tens of millions of dollars only to prosecute these two lower level people when Hillary Clinton walks yet again
1: yeah and it's and it 's phony and i 'm tired of conservatives acting like this uh, this is this is um validation that of what happened with the russian collusion hoax yeah we, we it 's validation that Hillary Clinton committed crimes against this country, and with the cooperation, the collusion between the FBI and the DOJ and Hillary Clinton and the media is all there in order to um, weaponize the United States of America in order to control the out cover up her crimes involving the Espionage Act in Benghazi that was revealed, cover up those crimes, install her as the president of the United States. And when that didn't work, have an insurance policy to, to uh, launch the real insurrection and coup attempt. And nobody's being held accountable. And I'm tired of conservatives acting like this is some kind of win for us. It's not a win. We never have. Yeah. We never
4: have, Andrea. And that's why we have our citizens' grand juries. That's why we're trying Joe Biden. Hunter Biden his brother ourselves, the American people will do it. We're trying Fauci. We're trying judges. And we'll try Hillary as well, among others, because we have to now take matters into our own legal hands and we'll do it legally. And when we get the convictions, we have a right under the law of 48 states to actually conduct a citizen's arrest. We're not even going to do that. We're going to have the police and the military carry it out. It's time that people like Hillary Clinton be put away where the sun don't shine. Well, well but, I, but a lot of people. Jeffrey Epstein.
1: Right. Well, here's the question, though, that I'm going to get I'm going to get messages from listeners saying it's fine for Larry to do these uh, these grand juries or whatever. But I mean, what's the re- real reality or what's the possibility that that I mean, are you going to get somebody a, a, do a citizen's arrest through? Uh, Sheriff Arpaio. I mean, how, you know, it's it's great. Is that just symbolic? When are we going to get any real accountability?
3: Well, that's
4: a good question. And and I'm going to work as hard as I can to do it in a peaceful and legal way. I am. But I'm also trying to teach the American people that it's time to rise up, as we've talked about, Andrea, and we'll Mm -hmm. be getting together to declare a new government, not a new nation, and to come up with a system of justice that works, where you don't have to do these things, go outside of the system. So we don't have a system now. It's corrupt to the core, protects both political parties. They walk off scot-free. You see clowns like Jim Jordan going on TV with his rolled-up sleeves mm. like he's the wrestling coach of Ohio State. Oh, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. The guy hasn't done S-H-I-T, excuse the French, okay? He hasn't done anything. And this is where we are right now. And and uh, the American people, I think, have had it. Look, we can't afford food. We can't afford gas. We don't even have baby food to feed kids, it's getting to the point the American people are going to rise up with pitchforks. We're very close to that. When you start goring the ox at people's children, then I frankly think the American people will back what we're doing.
1: Well, we just need to. What you and I need to do, and I know we keep talking about this, and we need to make a commitment that after Memorial Day weekend, that you and I are going to actually have some off, offline conversations and and how we can present an actual plan to people because it in it, just in the conceptual stages. And we say this every time. I, we promise y'all we're gonna we're gonna put together a, a, what would be a plan so that people can see because it's just it, it, people are so beat down, and you know when you see. Children slaughtered in a school unnecessarily because our, because that's how inept and, and corrupt and, you know, bad our, our, our government is in what is supposed to be a red state mm. um, people and, and people can't afford food. And it's and it's obvious that what they're doing to us with energy prices, they're intentionally spiking our gas prices, intentionally, you know, causing our, our shelves to be empty from not just baby formula, but other items as well as grocery costs going up, and 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 people are, are scared to death, and if and if those prices are going up, then it also means people are going to be spending less money dis- in a discretionary standpoint, going to restaurants, shopping, buying stuff. So then it's it expands, and then you know the the economic conditions get worse for everybody. It Collapses. It, it collapses. collapses. We and we are. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a segment coming up in a minute. And if
4: if you want to put it in relief, Andrew, okay. Yet today, it's the kids of valvide texas tomorrow could be your kids so people better start thinking about that and wake up yeah wake up they created the conditions for this and you know by dividing the country by allowing for people like this to to disparage others on social media etc advocating censorship believe me but where is our government to police it where is it it doesn't police it because it the only thing it polices is its own self-perpetuation which, frankly, we don't need it anymore.
1: No, all they the police, what they police is and stigmatize and persecute and prosecute is, is parents that might want to go and speak up against the pornography and the grooming done to their children in the schools. They don't give a crap if there's somebody, some terrorist organization. I mean, we still have, I think it's um, the Ayatollah um, Khomeini, I think it is, still has an account on Twitter, but Donald Trump doesn't. So, you know... No,
4: off the point, look at the border. OK, it was real last week. There was assassination attempt against planned against George W. Bush. What was coming across the border? I, likely ISIS, Al-Qaeda, Taliban terrorists. Now, fortunately, you know, they caught it. But, uh, you know, this is the kind of thing which the country is on its knees. It's gasping for air with our government. Frankly, it's time to put our government out of its misery and so I agree. pull the plug. I agree. To pull the plug. I
1: agree. In fact, the dude that was trying to plan that plot to take out George W. Bush is living in Columbus, Ohio, and he was he was an ISIS captain from ISIS. How in the H A Y E L did an ISIS leader end up living in Columbus, Ohio? One word for you: two words. Refugee program. Larry Klayman, probably by way of Syria, funded by Paul Ryan in the Republican Party. Gotta leave it Absolutely. there. Gotta leave it there. Absolutely. Thank you for being here, Larry King. George
4: in. W. Bush sees so his own potential destruction cause Yes. he doesn't he have like, a real problem with what's going on, on the border either.
1: He's he's secured in his compound with his on his on his little bike and painting his <laughs> and painting his paintings doing
4: finger painting yeah doing finger paintings,
1: yeah, do, doing finger paintings <laughs> watercolors <laughs> thank you for making me giggle my dear happy, buddy larry Clement. happy
4: memorial day thank you God you bless. too
1: all right Bye. now stay tuned Wait till y- y'all y'all think i'm aggravated now wait till i share with y'all where millions and millions and millions of covid relief money went stay tuned
0: AK Dynamite in Address or just Andrea K, whatever you call her. Don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K show on the Answer San Diego.
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. Coming up in our next segment, a special night with Bob Walters. He's going to be here to share with you guys some upcoming uh pending some pending not upcoming laws, some pending laws in California that you all need to know about. And uh, we so you're definitely going to want to stay tuned to hear from that. There's actually I think it's six uh, pending laws we have. Yes, yeah, six pending laws. The, they're on the move, man. They, they, the, the Democrats, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365, they are pushing their agenda in every corner of America, uh, America's lives and our culture. Um, and how are they doing that in addition to like these California laws pending, in addition to them exploiting... Uh, the deaths of, of babies, cause second graders, I mean, it's like, do you remember when your boys were, were second grade skins? I mean, they're so young. What is that? Like seven years old, I think it is in second grade. That's so young. And just, um, so while we've got that going on and gee, how can we expand? How can we exploit that? I know. Let's, let's try to pack the Supreme Court. Just any way that they can try to push their agenda at, and make their agenda permanent. Our government is supposed to be of the people, by the people, and for the people, not have nine dictators or 12 or 14 or how many they want to try to get through uh, deciding our lives for us. Um, another way in which the left has sought to uh, change our country, change our culture, transform America from a constitutional republic to their communist society through their cultural Marxist movement is through the COVID relief funds, right? Right. Y'all actually thought that all those trillions of dollars was actually supposed to go to people whose job they took away from them and and forced to to sit at home, even though they were healthy. (laughs) Here it is. Um, uh, Today, um, Fox News, by the way, occasionally they do some decent reporting. They've got an article out today. Millions from Biden's COVID relief bill went to, wait for it, museum and university programs pushing social and climate justice. Here are some examples. Dozens of cultural and um, educational institutions spent millions in taxpayers' dollars from Biden's $1.9 trillion COVID relief package. Here's some examples. Um, well, let me give you a background. The, the American Rescue Plan Act, this is on top. This is the trillion dollars on top of the money that was spent during, during the Trump administration. Uh, but his ARP plan, which was passed in March of 2021, when COVID was over, every business should have been open. Nobody should have been sitting at home for any reason. We're at, you know, it should have been declared an endemic at that point. Uh, This bill passed without any Republican support. And um, it was billed by the Democratic Party as an economic necessity for getting the country through the pandemic. Well, the National Endowment for Humanities, the NEH, got one hundred and thirty five million dollars from the from the plan. And it announced last October it had allocated $87.8 million in funds to, quote, clear uh, nearly 300 cultural and educational institutions to help them recover from the economic impact of the pandemic, retain and rehire workers, and reopen sites, facilities, and programs. However, 499,000 went to the University of Montana for programs on racial justice, including a public lecture series on racial justice, death, and indigenous knowledge. Another $50,000 in ARP funds went to a nonprofit organization in the northern Mariana Islands called 500 Sales for, quote, reopening programs that teach indigenous canoe building and explore colonial sea life. That same nonprofit had already gotten money from two paycheck protection Program loans. Why in the Mariana Islands? This is astounding to me. The NEH also awarded $471,000 to the Carnegie Institute in Pittsburgh for the quote, ongoing development of an existing exhibit on ancient Egypt. Because isn't that what everybody was struggling with during COVID, right? How can I get to this museum on ancient Egypt? And that museum had already received $5.8 million in PPP recovery funds in April 2021. The Science History Institute in Philadelphia was awarded 360K to create a, quote, multi-platform project exploring the historical roots and persistent legacies of racism in American science and medicine. That same institute had already received a, a million to another 200K went to the Chicago Humanities Festival to create, quote, six humanities programs on racial justice, gender equality and building an inclusive society. That group had already received almost eight hundred thousand dollars in loans in April 2020, by the way, which was during the Trump administration. We're $30 trillion in debt skins. This is, this. I could go on. There's like three more pages of this kind of crap. Like the University of Hawaii at Manoa received a grant to broadcast radio messages to all Hawaiian islands on topics such as social justice, Native Hawaiian rights and culture, compassion, and visionary leadership, surviving inter- internment and ra- racism during World War II. You think about this when you can't pay a gallon of gas or you can't find baby formula for your kids. Be glad that the Hawaiians got money to talk on air about internment in WW Two. Stay tuned, more Andrew K show on its way. What are the impending pending laws in California? You'll find out next segment.